When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so today we are going to talk about Lizzo and James Madison's 200-year-old crystal flute. Um, I'm sure you've heard the story, um, which is why we're doing it as one more thing, because lots of folks have made a big deal out of this, and lots of other folks have made a big deal out of the fact that certain people are making a big deal out of it. But for those who don't know, basically, uh, the Library of Congress reached out to Lizzo and invited her to play James Madison's crystal flute. It's a special flute. It's an old flute. And it's a part of you know the Library of Congress's um, stuff that they keep and exhibit. Um, so. Uh, if you're not familiar with Lizzo, she's a pop artist and uh, she's a classically trained loudest, I believe is what flute players are called. You would think it's flutist, but um, but yeah, she's uh, an incredible um, flute player and uh, she incorporates that element into her music in her live performances. And so this is nothing new for her. And... Because of the type of music that she makes, um, which is very free, uh, it's very girl power. Uh, she is a black woman. Um, she is kind of known for being, um, not the tip, typical size of a pop artist. You know, she, she has a full front figure and she owns it. Um, you know, she talks about it in interviews. She talks about it in her music, of course. She's just like a walking celebration of all of these things. Um, and in my opinion, she's a joy. Um, I, I, I believe that's why she has so many fans and she has so many supporters. Now, um, if you're like me, you wouldn't think that this is a big deal. You know, the Library of Congress reaching out to her to play an old flute that belonged to one of the old presidents. Doesn't sound like a big deal. Sounds pretty cool. She did it, gave the flute back, didn't break. She didn't, you know, uh, you know, bring up anything political, um, when she was playing the flute. Um, you know, I saw the videos for it. She didn't, 
you know, there was nothing that she, she just played the flute and she was really excited and gave the flute back. I was like, oh my gosh, I just played a flute, you know. And a lot of conservative voices, um, you know, rushed forward because, you know, there's a black woman playing an old flute and they're like, oh, she's, what a shameful act. She's desecrating our history, this sort of stuff, you know. But there's been, you know, these people have made a big deal out of this, right? And it, this is something that I wanted to talk about. So I want to start this one by trying a little bit of empathy. This is my way. But, you know, in, in recent episodes of the Black Information Network daily podcast, specifically One More Thing, um, we've been pointing out a lot of inconsistencies and hypocrisies and so forth. Um, and I think that by starting with a little empathy today, we might be able to determine sort of where this pattern is coming from, why these bizarre incidents are creating such a backlash. Um, because again, she played a flute, gave it back, didn't make it political. That's it. Why would anybody have an issue with that? A flute is an instrument. It's designed to be played. It's not designed to be stored in a box, you know, um, and it was protected. It had, a, it had a police escort. You know, there's no harm, no foul. If anything, now more people know that that flute exists. I certainly didn't, you know, now more people know the name, know that flutes are, you know, were being played back then. You know, who knows? It's not a concept that people really have unless things like this continue to happen. Hey, let's bring the flute out. But I digress. So let's uh, take a moment and walk through some things that our Caucasian brothers and sisters, particularly our brothers, uh, have had to deal with recently. Um, the, the, the most um troubling one is the reaction to a black aerial um and you know we mentioned that there are black characters on some of these folks favorite tv shows the lord of the Rings series on amazon the house of dragons the sort of game of thrones uh, spinoff series there are black characters that in the in the fans minds they they hoped were white you know they knew them to be white they just did not conceive of a, an imaginary world where black people existed um, or characters that could be black, you know, and you and I know that that speaks to the effects of white supremacy, that white is the default. You and I also know that biologically speaking, black is the default. You know, you and I know that black people can go anywhere on planet Earth and nature has created us in such a way to where we'll be fine. And our Caucasian brothers and sisters have not been uh, able to do as much without some sort of protection because the sun is very dangerous um, for our brothers and sisters who are Caucasian. So we know that biologically speaking, evolutionarily speaking, and so forth and so on, that we are the original human beings. We are the original um, blueprint. And white supremacy causes us to look in medical textbooks and see the, you know, the drawings, the, the medical drawings of these, these white or pink skinned mannequins as being the default, right? 
And this is no exception. Why, why, why would these characters be anything other than white? Right? So I understand that they got that honestly. I got that honestly. I know that if I grew up looking in a medical textbook and I saw uh, a black woman giving birth to a baby, a drawing of a black woman, I'd be like, wow, that's different. I didn't expect that. It's because I was conditioned by white supremacist ideals and institutions the same as anyone else growing up in the United States. So I don't lay the blame at the feet of our brothers and sisters who are white um, for that condition. But I do charge them with changing it. You know, you have to understand that these are the truths that you need to incorporate into your world and to the world of your tribe, right? But I also recognize that it's asking a lot for everybody to change their minds all at once. Okay. I'm not making it. This is not a defense of the backlash on this flute. This is sort of some context where I can say, I see why they're just making an argument out of everything. They're making a mountain out of every molehill because the world is changing. Now, I happen to know that the last census showed that, uh, the population was very much shifting away from a majority white country. If you, a non-white person, um, grew up in a, in a country where most of the people looked like you and you felt that the population was shifting away from, you know, it being a majority populated country of folks who were from your tribe, you know, that might feel a little scary. It might, shake the foundation of your world. Okay, well, who am I in this new world, in this changing world, right? It doesn't excuse any of their behavior, but you understand that it it's something that you have to absorb, right? Um, particularly for white men on the heels of the Me Too movement. You know, uh, there are certain things, certain behaviors that now have to be monitored and policed. I know that myself. We all had to listen to our sisters during the Me Too movement. We had to understand that regardless of how well-intentioned we are, some things we just can't do um, because there's a chance that it might not be received in the way that we want or otherwise that it could be used against us, unfortunately, um, if in fact it is unfounded. And the result is that everyone lives in a more structured environment, world, um, and the, the hope there is that our sisters will have to endure less in the way of harassment, right? But that is a change. It's a fundamental change to our behavior. And in particular, white men who are accustomed to having power, right? So again, I'm not talking about what's right or wrong. I'm talking about the fact that things are changing rapidly. So I'll fast forward. Uh, the Little Mermaid. Um, for our Caucasian brothers and sisters, they knew this character to be a white skinned mermaid <laughs> with red hair, right? And we know why, because the cartoon that came out showed a white skinned girl. I believe she was 16 in the, in the, in the cartoon. Her father was a white-skinned merman. And, 
you know, this is the story that they know. And then now that the mermaid is black, it's, it's easy for them to look at that and say, well, wait a minute, that's not fair. And the reason they might say that, um, and be giving an honest sentiment is because we oftentimes buck at black characters becoming whitewashed, right? You can't take one of our characters who is black in the story and then make him white in the film. You can't take Michael Jackson and cast him with a white actor. We don't care about the skin tone. Find the right actor. You know, these, these are arguments that black people make and they are well-founded arguments, right? And so when they say, hey, this is not fair, you know, I don't think that they really care whether or not Ariel is black or white. I think that, you know, what I've read at least suggests that they care about uh, things being equal. And that's the word that I have been talking about lately on this show and my other shows, equal. And if I'm honest, they're not wrong because it is not equal. But I think that what we are asking for at this point in our journey as a people and as a country is for not necessarily equality, but for equity, which is why we can stand on a black aerial, why we can show videos of our black children, our black girls being so excited about a black aerial. She looks like me. How special is that? How profound is that? Right? We know that that is equity. That is repairing some of the injustices. That is bringing a little bit more to the table because there's a group of people that might need a little bit more. If it's equal, everybody gets the same. If it's equitable, the people who need more might get a little bit more, right? And equity is not where our Caucasian brothers and sisters in their entirety have gotten up to just yet. They haven't reached that point just yet. They're still working on fairness. And that is progress. You will never, if you listen to me, you will never get any hate from my mouth. Not now, not ever. I will die this man. My sons will bury this man. I will operate in love. I will move from that space. I have it tattooed on my body. It is permanent. It is a permanent condition for me. Right? I can hold people accountable. I can challenge people to become the best version of themselves. I can cause people to think critically. But I will never use hatred and I will always do my best to be empathetic. And so there are people who might come at me for saying these things and say, no, they need to do better. We this and that and there, you know, and I get it. I understand it. And if you need people to champion that sort of energy, there are plenty of them. This is the internet, you know, so you can find that voice. But over here, we do our best to operate with love at the center of the narrative, with forgiveness at the center of the, the narrative, with understanding, patience, which is something that I believe black people are really good at. We know what is right. We follow the moral arc of the universe as a people. Of course, there's not individually, but as a people. Um, and we are the elders in terms of the tribes. Our Caucasian brothers and sisters are very 
um, new and still have to find their way. They're like our younger brothers and sisters, and they're finding their way. And we have been patient and can continue to be patient, provided that they are making progress. With that in mind, we have to be patient while they process things. That's not to say that we can't continue to charge them and challenge them, but we have to understand that we will get pushback for Lizzo playing a flute, right? Now, some people who are the voices of this pushback are very damaging people. They really rile up a segment of the population. And that segment of the population is active. And it makes everyone's jobs a bit harder, right? And those people who are more vocal, oftentimes conservative, oftentimes men, um, those people have a tendency to influence those kind of middle America white men and women often enough into thinking that they are decent folks. They're doing plenty and no one is owed anything. Right. And again, it's just a matter of how you look at it. You know, would that be equal? Sure. And if they can hide behind, hey, this is equal, this is fair, then they will continue to do just that. And I think on some level, everyone knows that equality is not the same as equity. And it's up to us to continue to push forward and for us to continue to protect um, the progress that we make. And when we listen to voices like, you know, the Matt Walsh's and unfortunately the Candace Owens um, and the other conservative pundits, the talking heads, when they discuss how upset they are at nothing, we have to understand the source is not the nothing. The source is the really the changing environment. You know, we all know there's nothing to be mad at. The flute didn't break. If it had broken, okay. If she had made it political, okay. You know, if she had actually twerked on a flute or twerked with the flute, okay. But the reach is, I think, based in the fact that the world is changing out from under them and they are not as prepared for it as we would all have liked. Um, it's been a constant change for them. And there's always been some pushback. If you look throughout history, there's always been some pushback. Progress is slow, very slow. But again, we are a patient people. And I think no matter what, if this story or these stories continue to make headlines, let's all just bear in mind that, you know, Instruments are meant to be played. Um, culture is meant to be celebrated. The world 
is a dynamic place and the only constant is change. That doesn't make it easy, but those are facts. And some folks might celebrate the change and some folks might have a tough time with it. If we keep in mind that change does not always look and feel the same across the board, we might be a little bit more understanding of what the opposition really looks like, what it's really based in. We can have more informed and more intelligent and more empathetic conversations in the workplace, in the home, with our friend groups, with people who disagree with us, etc. And perhaps even we can hasten the uh, progress toward a more equitable experience in this country. Now, maybe I'm tripping, you know, I've been known to do worse. So like always, if you disagree or if you agree, reach out to me. I'm on social media at Ramses Jaw on all sites. Um, or, of course, you can reach out through the uh, Red Microphone Talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. I'd love to hear from you. And if there's more to talk about, I'd love to pop you on. Let's uh, have this conversation and, you know, like I always say, we'll get there together. All right. Talk to you soon. Peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the Red Microphone Talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.